Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hello, howdy fucking doodah. Welcome back to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. I am your host, Camo, and I have a lot to say, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. This week, life updates what's new. I linked up with a friend I haven't seen in quite some time. You know, I've been talking a lot about this lone soldier journey that I've been on, if you will. And I hadn't seen this friend in like two plus months. I went seeing them five plus days a week for the past like 10 years to not seeing, texting, talking whatsoever. So it was very, it was very cute and gorgeous for lack of better words. So we had a great time. We watched Hocus Pocus on a projector in his backyard. We had a little bonfire and we ate strawberries with jet puff cream on it. Put it in the fire. Take my word for it, y'all. It's great. Delicious. So cute and gorgeous. So that was fun. The movie was great, by the way. I have heard mixed reviews and personally, I loved it. I did. It was definitely different, but like also the last one came out like 20 something years ago. Come on now. Uh, It's a new day and age. And I feel like they did a a really good job of. So the kids that played the witches, their backstory, I feel like they did a damn good job of replicating the personalities of the witches. So it was it was done very tastefully. It was done very well. It kept my attention and it was very nostalgic. It was very cute and gorgeous. And I loved it, quite honestly. Uh, I mentioned last week how we were going to be cleaning out my house and Thank God today the Salvation Army, the homophobic army, came and picked up a lot of our furniture, got rid of it. The premises is looking less cluttered. Still a lot of shit in here that's got to go, but one step at a time. Something like that. One thing at a time, one day at a time, one step at a time, okay? We're making progress, point being made, and I I couldn't be happier. Yes, it's been a long time coming. I can't believe it's taken almost four years to get my grandmother to this point, but um, she's here, so round of applause, Mimi. Mimos McMuffins. Uh, What else, what else, what else? Oh, I went shopping the other day at the mall. I've not been shopping at the mall in quite some time. I've been trying to not go shopping at the mall. I've been trying just to stick to thrifting, which by the way, my thrifting problem has became even more of a problem in the past two weeks. 
I've been a little reckless with thrifting and buying records. Please. But um, I went to the mall and I went to the store Edge. Don't know if any of y'all are familiar. It's like a little hooker-esque store. It's very much fast as fuck fashion. Very much one and done. A lot of their pieces. There are some that'll last a little bit longer. I used to just go get their accessories and maybe like an oversized jacket. But nothing ever fit and flattered me. Nothing. And so the other day I was like, you know what? I've lost a lot of weight. 98-ish pounds now. Let me let me go back to Edge. It, it always had me on Edge when I was up, up in that bitch because nothing ever fit. Um, but to my surprise, I picked up uh, this skirt. It was I, I picked up a medium and a medium top. Went and tried them on. They were too big. Now, mind you, this store typically runs smaller. So when the mediums were too big, I was like, wait a minute, bitch. Wait a fucking minute. Uh, had to get smalls. I got a small in this skirt and the top, which I'm going to show y'all, was so sexy, bitch. I can't even believe it. Here we go. So this was me the other day. Now, I would not pair these two pieces particularly because the top is giving Beetlejuice realness and the bottoms, well, the skirt is like an army green. It's got this cute and gorgeous rhinestone big buckle belt it flares out. It's got ruffles. I'm obsessed. I'm fully obsessed. And I just, I, I, I can't believe that I'm here. I really can't. I can't believe. If you had told me eight, nine months ago that I would be here at this point in time, physically, I would not fucking believe you whatsoever. It took me three plus years to make the progress that I've made in seven months this year. And I'm very proud of myself. Not not a lot of things in my life I've been proud of, but this is such a proud moment for me and continues to be a proud era season for me, if you will. I am just obsessed. The abs, are you kidding me? They're coming in hot, hot and ready, bitch. Also, I last week, I'm fucking careless, y'all. I'm so sorry. I've been editing the YouTube videos myself and I am a little careless and lazy. I promised that I would insert pictures of my outfit at the Cigarettes After Sex concert, and I totally forgot. And immediately when I posted the YouTube, I saw a comment. It was like, um, where's the pictures? So I'm so sorry to you girls who actually cared. I know some of y'all probably don't give a fuck, but um, to those of you who were like, damn, Cam, where's the fucking picture? Here we go. That was my outfit. Very pussy. This cute and gorgeous... Uh cheetah skirt had pockets on the front a zipper i had this little black bomber crop jacket i had a bralette underneath it let me show y'all a little video of it <gasps> oh my goodness oh my goodness i just probably just exposed myself with them photos at the bottom mm, it's hard to show y'all this on my phone but here we go yeah cute and gorgeous bralette Skirt, bomber jacket, period, period, and a little top hat. So cute. What else has happened this week, though? Hmm. I got a new set. Miss Julie at Tansy Nails off Pleasant Hill inside Jeju. Iconic. Iconic. I love this set. It's a yin and yang moment. It's got some sparkles. got some ombre effect. Can't go wrong with Miss 
Damn, bitch, you got a lip? Miss Julie. Love you, queen. I'm eating some seaweed. One of my my favorite snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seaweed is very slept on. Sound off in the comments if you're a seaweed princess. Mm. So flavorful. It's like the ocean's chips. Mm. And now I'm out and sad. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go on a break, but... When I come back, I am going to do something new and exciting. I'm going to be reacting to old songs and perhaps some music videos that I've posted in the past. And I'm also going to give backstories on some of these songs. I think it's going to be pretty funny because there's some some diss tracks I want to go over from my past and just have a little kiki with the girls. So on that note, I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, we're going to get into it. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know if I'm ready for this, girls. So the first song I want to go over from my discography is Coming for Blood. If you know, you know. This situation was a roller coaster. So to paint you the scene, I was 20 or 21. It was 2015, 2016. At the time, there was a lot of police brutality videos going viral online. Black Lives Matter was becoming very prevalent and a big conversation all over the internet, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. And I was very vocal with my disgust. I was sharing videos left and right. And, you know, when you share your opinions online, there's going to be someone with opposing 
thoughts and they of course are going to share them so i had shared the uh philando castile situation very unfortunate um tragedy if you're not familiar he basically uh was pulled over for some traffic violation the officer came to his uh window he was told to put his hands up um he told the officer i have a gun in here i have a permit one thing led to another he lost his life in the car with his girlfriend or wife and um their child very unfortunate tragic sad and disgusting situation and I posted it on Facebook and said, this is murder, something else. I, I, something about it being murder and like how, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said, but um, this motherfucker chimed in. I can't keep my mouth shut any longer. I'm tired of you sh- uh, sharing this horse shit. You're so ignorant. Cops have a job to do to serve and protect and they'll serve and protect if that means their own life. You don't act like a hood rat. You wouldn't lose your laugh. Now, I'm like just so disgusted that somebody's life has been taken and you're justifying it with saying that the cop had a job to do. Did you watch the video? Because he was very compliant, very compliant. Hood rat? Come on now. So... Yeah, me and him were going back and forth in the comments. So to paint you an idea in your head of this person, um, he was about like 5'1", maybe 110 pounds, very small, petite twink, um, tried very hard to fit in with the rednecks at our school. It wasn't working. They all tolerated him because he was friends with most of their girlfriends bunch of little blue lives matter racist motherfuckers from winder georgia so um he would tailgate at mcdonald's parking lot in bethlehem every fucking night it seemed till two three in the morning sometimes and uh motherfucker would wear rhinestone buckled jeans some cowboy boots fucking american eagle top with a fucking scarf puka shell necklace oakley shades it just a fashion disaster a crisis and to to top it off sally french tip press-ons how are you doing puka you still rocking the 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 sally french tip press-ons can't relate never could never would never should but you know to each his own i guess sis (laughs) So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so he had shared his opinion online and I'm petty. So I was like, okay, Whitey. And he didn't like that. He was like, oh, so you can share your opinions online, but I can't. That's so childish. You're such a child. I'm petty as fuck. So I'm just attacking the fact that he's wearing puka shells and, um, just doesn't know how to put himself together. And he's like, oh, you're so childish. Starts making all these statuses about me, whatever, telling me you're trash. You'll never amount to anything. Nobody likes you. Your music is trash. You've done nothing with your life. All this, whatever. So I'm just thinking to myself, whatever it is, what it is. He blocks me. And 
a few days later, randomly, he messages this girl that I was friends with on Facebook. She so happened to ride my bus like 10 years prior, but there was no indication that we were friends and I had never hung out with this person. We've not really talked much in our lives. So I don't know why of all the people he could have reached out to, he reached out to this girl and was like, get your little friend, uh, tell them they, they know where to find me. McDonald's parking lot tailgating, of course. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to beat their ass. Beep, 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 beep. Please. Okay. The delusion. So, I'm not feeding into it because I knew that if a physical altercation did transpire, it just was not going to go well for, for him. I'm 5'11". I'm a fucking stallion. Um, there's just no way in fuck physically he could have taken me. And it was just, I'll, I'll give him, um, I'll give it to him for being so confident. But, um, no. Uh, now, one of our mutual friends who also just tolerated him, it's funny because every one of his quote unquote friends have always spoken so horribly about him to me. But anyways, that's the past. He's probably a whole different person. But honestly, I don't really give a fuck. Um, but she was like, hey, you need to add him on Snapchat. And I'm like, bitch, why? Why am I going to add him on Snapchat? Because his snaps are so fucking cringe. So I, I added him and immediately adds me back. Why the fuck are you adding me, you fucking faggot? I would never be seen with a faggot like yourself. Which is just so surprising to me because like, bitch, you take dick up the ass too. Why do gays and LGBT people act like they're, well, some LGBT people be acting like there's a fucking hierarchy scale. Who can out gay who or who's more gay? Bitch, we're all queer. Okay. What difference does it fucking make? I, I just thought it was silly, but, um, yeah, well, I would never be seen with a faggot like you go and go ahead and call me a racist with your N word friends, please. I screenshotted that, that shit so goddamn quick and put it on Facebook. And one thing led to another. I was like, bitch, I'm going to go fucking meet up with this motherfucker. He's posting on his Snapchat I'm at the I'm at the 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 McDonald's and this faggot ass bitch is scared as shit not showing up. You see, here I am and they're not showing up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm taking my fucking time. I took like 45. I lived half a mile down the street. I took like 45 minutes to an hour to get up there, but it was still like eight or nine p.m. This motherfucker was there till two and three in the morning tailgating. So it just. When I got there, he was gone. It didn't make any sense. You posted all them Snapchats and now you're nowhere to be seen. But I showed up in a little crop top, these leggings, some nails. I had a ponytail in, some boots. I was giving cunt. And uh, he was gone. So I had noticed that his bestie at the time, who ended up becoming my friend over this situation, I noticed her in one of the trucks out there. Um... To paint you the scene, it's, like I said, 8 or 9 p.m. I showed up with a car full of like three or four people and then two other cars of people that knew me showed up in support to back me up in case it was necessary. There was like 10 people there for me and there was like 10 people there for him, but he was nowhere to be found. So I see his bestie and I'm like, hey, bitch, where's your friend? 
We got into a little altercation. One thing led to another. She gives me his number. I'm FaceTiming him. He's not answering. That the 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 mutual friend that had me add him on Snapchat FaceTimes him. He answers. I grab the phone out of her hand. Bitch, where the fuck are you? Um, 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 uh, I have work in the morning, so I had to leave. But, um, um, I'll find you in these streets. Bitch, bring your ass here now. You're here till two and three in the morning, bitch. It's fucking nine at the latest. What do you mean? You, you live two minutes down the road, sweetheart. Please bring that ass here. Didn't. Nothing came of it. Um, his people, his crew, his crowd was over there talking mad shit. And I'm like, listen, y'all can get your ass beat on his behalf. If you got something to say, right now is your opportunity. Say something. Step the fuck up. Crickets. Crickets, Boots, McGee. So I was not willing to back down at that point because you talked all that shit and got on Snapchat to your two followers, two subscribers, whatever, two friends on Snapchat over there talking all that shit that I didn't show up. And I did. I, I made my snaps and I'm like, hey, bitch, I'm here. What's all that shit you're talking, puka shells? And uh, that night I recorded this song. So without further ado, I'm going to give y'all a little clip of it. That was a long ass story y'all but i just had to give y'all the backstory as to why this song came to be <laughs> wait a second who look at me bitch look at you i'm the petty god what you wanna do just name the location and i'm coming through if we throw in hands i'm getting cuffed because you gonna end in the body bag stuffed <laughs> i don't play these games my fast forward to the chorus don't kiss and tell fool how there's you a tip Cause I hit that bitch up and made that ass on zip <laughs> I'm coming for poop Oop Not me forgetting my own lyrics When I make a rain bitch I'm causing a flood Load up the chopper and aim for your head Pow pow Oopsie shot a motherfucker dead Ah Good times, good times. Yeah, she's petty. She's petty. So oh, after this song came out, it went around town. Everybody was talking. The girls were talking. Now, what was funny to me is that he, out of spite of the situation, was giving me all this free promo, sharing my music, trying to attack me online over it talking mad shit to everybody um i understand you know i would too if someone made a song that fire about me um yeah and i just kept getting word of mouth from other people and his bestie at the time switched sides she she she, she switched up on his ass and was like i just gotta say this motherfucker was talking all this shit and was playing all your music and was like expecting us all to talk shit and I I liked it. I liked it. I did. And so we became really close after that situation. Um, but yeah, uh, after that, it, it, it didn't end there. Um, <laughs> for weeks, I, I want to say, for weeks, me and my friends would go to McDonald's just in on the off chance that we'd run into him. 
And of course, like I said, he was always there tailgating. So every time I would see him, I would roll down the window and be like, hey, Puka, how you doing? Hey, Puka. So after weeks-ish or however long it was, his brother threw a whole McDonald's Sprite, threw it in my friend's truck, Sprite everywhere, runs at me with a knife, a fucking knife, a hunter's knife, chasing me down with this fucking knife. Of course, I was in the car. My friend fucking takes off. I had this other fucking friend called the damn police. Was my bitch? Why would you call the police? Why would you call the police? We're sitting here provoking a situation, and you're gonna call the police, bitch? What the fuck? He was just so worked up. So he called the police. The police did get involved. I left. I fled the scene because at the time I didn't I didn't know if I could get in trouble for my song because, you know, I, I said, coming for you, I'm coming for blood, load of the chopper and for your head, boom, boom, beep, boop, boop, boop. Now, for the record, I don't own a gun. I would never shoot somebody, but it was metaphorically speaking, like my words, I'm I'm coming for you, bitch. I'm coming for blood. And that's exactly what I did. And uh anyways, the cops got involved and his bestie was allegedly there the one that, you know, switched sides, and she filled me in on all the, the juicy details. So his family came up to McDonald's um, at the crime scene, if you will. I was home, scared, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting there thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to jail again. And uh didn't happen. That wasn't the case. But the parents had informed the police officers about my song and was like, uh, my son is scared to leave the house because he's saying uh, they're going to uh, shoot his head. Beep, beep, boop, boop. And they played the song and the officers laughed and was like, ma'am, there's really nothing we can do. Um, rappers, they, they, they talk about killing people all day and all night. There was no mention of a name. So she's like, but, but they made it so painfully obvious that it was about my son. They were talking about the things he wears and this, that, and the third. I made it painfully obvious. I did without saying names. And, uh, yeah, so, um, they, they, they didn't win in that instance. Um, and then for years after that, ever so often I would get bored and just feel like bullying him. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing anymore don't really care but um i think he married a cop that looked like a sloth uh, match made in heaven blue lives matter motherfuckers i don't i don't understand uh but wow what a long long explanation i'm gonna go on a break again and when i come back i'm gonna dive into another song so stay tuned <laughs> okay i did not expect this uh episode to be this long already off of one song so this may turn into a series uh, if you girls enjoy it i might just start going through old songs left and right uh in future episodes let me know if you you know like this idea um <laughs> so this next diss track another diss track that was always my go-to when i got into beefs with people immediately i was on my mic i was in my room i at the time was living in an apartment with my mother i was getting a social security check because i was in remission from my bone marrow transplant or my blood disease had my bone marrow transplant everything was in remission but i was still collecting a very 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 small government check and uh, 
I was living the life essentially. Didn't have nothing going for myself. Didn't have anything to my name. I was broke as fuck. I I was pinching pennies. But I was, for some reason, what's crazy to me is I had the least. I didn't have much going on. But I can say that in that period in time, I was seemingly the most happy I think I've ever been in my life. It was just such a carefree time. So much self-discovery. But anyways, very, 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 very fun chapter of my life. Uh, But around the same time that the puka shell situation had occurred, there was another queer who lived in my apartment complex. Now, this person had messaged me in the past several times on the app Grinder. Yeah. Um, messaged me several times. Never gave them the time of day. They were not my type. Um, very, 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 um, a very vain person. Now, I, we all have a you know a level of vanity to us, but if you knew this person or had met them, I don't know how they are now. They might be a changed woman. Um, we all change. I'm not who I was during this period of time. So this is just you know my stories from that that period. But um, <laughs> just not my type. I'll say that. And uh, I had never met them. But they lived in my apartment complex. I didn't know that. A mutual friend of ours one night hit me up and was like, hey, Camo, you want to smoke? It was like two or three in the morning. I'm like, fuck yeah. So I go out. She's like, I'm in this Lexus. I'm like, bitch, you ain't got a fucking Lexus. Whose car are you in? Come on. My friend's going to smoke us out. And I was like, okay. So I get in the back seat and immediately the driver's seat extends all the way flat and this motherfucker was so weird so fucking weird there was something wrong with him this motherfucker looks over at me hi do you know who i am so uncomfortable i'm like oh hey girl yeah i recognize you passes me his very it was a cute little bowl but it was like rhinestones all over it like two queens don't rule a kingdom if i mean maybe they can somewhere but um it just it's not my type whatsoever and uh we were in his sugar daddy's car he had a sugar daddy at the time i don't maybe still does but um yeah he was in a sugar daddy's rental and riding around town and that shit um after that night we became acquainted, I'll say. We were not friends. Maybe in his eyes we were friends, but he was not my friend, okay? Um, I would hang out with him because he was smoking me out with Sugar Daddy's weed. Um, And at the time, like I had said, I was broke. I didn't have money to buy my own weed. Um, So I got it how I could, you know? And uh, I had to hang out with the most raunchy motherfucker I've ever met. Now, we started hanging out occasionally, always with that mutual friend, though, because there was no way I was hanging out with him on my own. Uh, 
Um, one day, though, he did um, invite himself over, but like used our friend, made it seem like she was on the way too. He comes over, comes into my apartment. I had like at the time a, it wasn't a love sack being bag bed thing but it was one of those big ass bean bags that you can sleep on multiple people can lay up on it and uh he's up on my fucking bean bag and starts playing um this is when don't by bryson tiller had just came out it was the first time he's the one who put me onto it actually he starts playing that and he's trying to get all sexual and like popping his ass for me and i'm just like period queen <laughs> you want to smoke you want to smoke yeah smoke baby let's smoke so we're getting high cutie pootsie he's over here like putting energies out there that i was just not receptive to if you know what i mean um this went on for a a few months uh there's so many stories that i could tell you about this particular individual um (laughs) i really can't believe thinking back that this is a real human being or was a real human being I had introduced him one day. Now, I had to give my friends a backstory and let them know, listen, the situation is what it is. We're going to get high, girls, but um, please just know this is not my friend, okay? Just throwing that out there. And I'm letting you know they're going to say some shit and do some shit that's just going to make your skin crawl. Lo and behold, he pulls up. We're sitting outside uh, this little gazebo picnic table area and uh waiting for him to show up with the weed the goods he comes up his favorite fucking brand was michael kors at the time he shows up with this brand new maroon colored michael kors bag does not say hello to my friends whatsoever the first words he says i'm like hey he puts his fucking purse on my mother's grave. I swear to God, hand on the Bible. He puts his fucking new purse in front of my friends who he's never met, doesn't know who they are, doesn't know them from Adam's house cats. Literally puts the bag in front of them and says, what does that say? Michael Kors. Don't you wish it was yours? Please, my bitches were so shady as they should be, but we, they they were keeping it calm, cool, and collected because they wanted to get high. You know, we wanted to get high, so we tolerated his bullshit. One time, uh, he invited me over to his house for the first time, and I went over there, and we're on his back porch, and uh, he passes me his bowl, and I hit it. This motherfucker starts laughing. I was like, "What's funny?" <laughs> that's not weed (laughs) that's spice bitch excuse me thank god i didn't hit it hard enough or the bowl was clogged or whatever also there's like a fucking gnat in here some get the fuck out of here bitch anyways so he tries to poison me with spice and it just didn't work. So immediately I was upset and I left. I was like, what? Why the fuck would you? Are you kidding me? Anyways, so fast forward, he had came over to my house a time or two after that. One time my bestie Ariana was over at the, at the house. She at the time had worked at McDonald's and um, 
she had a Dasani water bottle. Now, we don't do Dasani. She don't do Dasani anymore. But at the time she was working there, you know, they 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 they, they, they sell Dasani water. So she had a Dasani water bottle, water bottle. He comes up in my room and he goes, picks up her water bottle. Who's drinking Dasani? Ew. If you're not drinking Fiji, you're poor. Like this, I can't make this shit up. One time, me, him, and our mutual friend were at the gym in our apartment complex. And he's looking in the fucking mirror, admiring himself, which is fine. I do the same thing. Damn, this fucking nap, bitch. I swear I don't have fucking flies and rodents and shit up in my house, okay? Um, We're at the gym. He's admiring himself in the mirror. But it's just funny because we would go to the gym and he would never work out. He would never work out. He would just sit there in the mirror the whole time we're there. And this particular time, he starts screaming. He's looking at himself, kissing the mirror, and starts screaming. And then goes, Satan, Satan. It was so weird. It was so fucking weird. And he runs out of the gym screaming Satan. And then comes back in. It was too much. It was too fucking much, bitch. Uh, But fast forward, he's at my house this one time. And uh, I've always been a thrifty person. I've always been obsessed with vintage clothing. I've always had nice designer pieces that were thrifted. I've always had an eye for that stuff. I used to resell on eBay. So, um, you know, it was, I always had like vintage, nice furs and vintage designer sunglasses and accessories, whatnot. And people really liked that shit. And back then, um, I would just have it all. My room looks like a little department store like I had everything set up so cute and on display not safe not a good idea when you're having a bunch of people over at your house all the time um and I had this fur jacket it was like a fur trench I loved it so much and he puts it on one day and literally runs out of my house with it runs out of my house in this fur jacket now at the time I was like I said broke as fuck so that was a a prized possession to me at the time fur jackets are very expensive I did thrift it but still it was worth some money so he runs out of the house with it and I can't get a hold of him for days for fucking days um I go hang out with our mutual friend one day and she's got like five people over at her apartment And when I come in, everyone's looking at me like they all knew something. And I was like, what's going on? Do y'all know something that I don't know? And everyone's like, who's going to tell him? I'm like, what? Long story short, he destroyed my jacket. And um, his excuse was he got pulled over and the officers ripped it apart to make sure there wasn't drugs in it. So at the time... I knew that he had this sugar daddy and he was also simultaneously dating a friend who came from Alabama and was came down here to date him. Essentially, they didn't work out. He cheated on him. So the friend was like stranded in Georgia. Their car was like broken down. Me and his boyfriend partner at the time, we became 
really close, really quick. And I kind of took this friend in and let them live with me for a few months. But anyways, um, because he was dating that person, they had the sugar daddy's number, right? And so at this point, I'm pissed. All, all things considered, everything that's been done and uh, all just the weird behavior, I was pissed. I was pressed. I wanted my fucking jacket. It was ruined. So I called the sugar daddy and I was like, hey, um, your sugar baby is cheating on you. And my friend confirmed that. And then that like bonded me and the friend like, you cheated on them, you left them high and dry, and now they're moving in with me and we're becoming close. Um, what a theme. A lot of friends, me becoming friends with people who were besties with or intertwined with arch nemesis. Hmm, interesting. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, here's a clip of that song. This one is very petty and horribly edited, but uh, this one's a little too much. I told you I don't play, bitch. Hold on. So remember how I said he would be like, what does that say? Michael Kors. So I used his catchphrase, but at the time I had a lot of Versace and Versace was like my favorite brand. Of course it was all thrifted, so whatever, but still I used his own phrase against him. I told you I don't play, bitch. I'm fucking petty. <laughs> what does it say? Versace. Tacky ass bitch, use a motherfucking joke. Should've afforded your ass back when you was a yoke. Cam, cam, calling out your material last. Take no, bitch, I'm the one teaching the class. Take that Michael Kors and shove it far up your heart. Like the sugar daddy dick that you've been riding for I'm gonna start my lyrics again. And your daddy's rental car. So go ahead, Lottie Dottie. I've got shooters I can call, then to back up your body. Bad bitch, hell nah, use a fucking body. No taste, no class, you're fucking shoddy. I don't play, bitch. I don't play. I don't play, bitch. I don't play. I don't play, bitch. I don't play. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking play. Yeah, so uh, another petty instance of my life. Yeah, um, what a time it was. A time it was. <sighs> we ended up, well, we didn't really squash the beef. It, 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 it escalated after that. So the song came out. Of course, that also went around town. And uh, like I said, I had contacted his sugar daddy and uh, kind of ruined that situation for him. And he was so pissed. I remember, so fucked up, I was at my great-grandfather's um, funeral. And he called me and was like, if you ever fuck with my money, I'll fucking kill you and your fucking curly-headed sister and your disabled mother. Like, he was so nasty, so fucking nasty. Said the nastiest shit. Um, obviously, he was just all bark, no bite. Um, but a very troubled individual. I'm a troubled individual, too. Don't get me wrong. But that is a type of trouble I just can't relate to. Um, fast forward, I was at the pool at our apartment 
months later, um, he tried to be cutesy pootsy with me and like try to kiki, try to resolve the situation. But uh, I was just so disgusted. He uh, allegedly had stopped smoking and it was the smoking weed that was what was causing him to act in such crazy fucking ways. Um, not buying that shit. But um, yeah, it, it was uh, funny. He came to the pool and uh, I was with a, a group of of queens and one of them played that song on speaker and it was just so uncomfortable i have so many stories from that period of my life that i potentially can share if you girls want to hear some more let me know i could go on to the cows come home about old music that i've done now obviously these songs were not tastefully done they I did everything myself, not the beats, but like the vocals, the lyrics, the recording, the editing, all of it I did on my own. I had no training. So like they're not the best sound quality. They're not mix mastered properly at all. But um, it, it definitely was a part of my past. And I have so many other songs with so many other backstories that I could share. But those were probably the two biggest disc tracks that had the juiciest stories behind them. So I wanted to, to share those with you. Um, interesting, interesting time there it was at the, the Farmington Hills apartments, the government apartments in fucking Bethlehem. Y'all, I will never forget. My mom was obsessed with me. My mom loved me so much and I loved her. She was my biggest fan and I will never forget. My mother was always in the mix, always in the fucking mix of all my dramas with the fucking Puka Shell instance, hyping me the fuck up with this situation. She was blasting the music. She was sharing the music. She was in the comment sections going back and forth with motherfuckers. My mom, she convinced me to, um, or she like called the sugar daddy herself and was like <laughs> telling the sugar daddy that this was a family heirloom and was trying to get money out of him before we had like exposed him for um, cheating on him. But anyways, it was, I can't remember all the details and the, the, the timeline exactly, but I, I remember my mom was just always in the fucking mix and she icon icon. That's all I can say. Uh, but this, this has been a long episode. I hope y'all like it. I, I was trying something new. Like I said, there's a lot more I could do like this in the future if you know y'all liked it. So let me know in the reviews. Let me know in the comments. And uh, yeah, uh, that this concludes this week's episode. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.